What's up, everybody? We have a great podcast episode lined up for you today. We have Ms. Dominique Landry, who is a fitness instructor currently residing in Florida, but born and raised right here in Decatur, a fellow Panther from the great Southwest DeKalb High School. She's going to talk about everything from fitness to nutrition, meal prepping, just overall wellness. Very, very awesome episode. But before we get off, we want to remind people to please subscribe to the podcast. It's on all of your major podcast platforms. So Apple Podcasts for iPhone users, Google Podcasts for Android users, and many, many more. Also, please rate the podcast. Hopefully it's a five-star rating, but please leave your honest feedback, your honest rating for us. All right? So we're not going to wait any longer. We're going to get this episode going. We're going to present to you the awesome, amazing, talented Panther Southwest Cab alum, Zone 6 representer, Ms. Dominique Landry. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Luxury Health Podcast. We have a very special guest in the building, Ms. Dominique Landry. What's going on? Hey, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. So we have Dominique here, and we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics to talk about in the world. Anybody that knows me knows that I love fitness. I love sports. I love working out. Everything about fitness and nutrition, that's me. You're looking at it right here. So <laughs> Dominique has her own fitness business called I'm Fit Enough. Um, and she promotes fitness. She goes out, helps clients. But I'm going to definitely let her talk about her business, how she got started into fitness, share her story. But I'm just very excited about this. And if you didn't know, Dominique is an alum of the greatest high school in Atlanta or in Decatur hey. High School. <laughs> you know how much I love Southwest Cap High School. Panda Pride, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had another person on here, uh, Dr. LaKendra. She's a oh, chiropractor. Oh, love her. Cap love her. She's amazing. Awesome, awesome. So y'all know how much I love it. Uh, so we're just going to have a good time on this podcast. I'm going to stop talking for a while and let her talk about how she got started and share her story about fitness. Sure. Um, so all my Southwest people know. Uh, <laughs> I've always been an athlete. Um, I did gymnastics, I did track, I did dance, um, cheered all the years there and in college at Spelman as well. Um, and so fitness is something that I've always ascribed to, um, always some form of, I was a tomboy growing up, so I, I love just sports, I love competition. I'm actually probably a little too competitive. Um, <laughs> so there's that. And so um, I used to do, I used to help my friends in terms of like training them just, you know, because I was in uh, kind of more corporate America work before I had my kids. And then um, I took a step back once I had my son. And um, honestly, my sister ended up passing away unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. um, I um, wanted to be able to support um, my nieces a little bit more. And so that's how I officially um, started back. I, I was trying to figure out what was a way I could be flexible and still support my kids, but also be able to help support my nieces. Mm -hmm. And I knew that my niece was fitting. So I got certified. Um, 
with NASM, and then I also uh, got certified with Les Mills to teach group fitness and started there. Um, so that's kind of how Fit Enough came about um, in terms of just like actually officially getting started. But I think it was kind of one of those things where it's like um, a tragedy propelled me into probably what I should have just been doing. Um, wow. So yeah, yeah. Wow, so do you do fitness full time now? I do. I mean, I, I still have the mom and wife, so like it's great that I have the flexibility. But with my company, I do um, in-person personal training and group training. Then I have the online component where I can work with people to do meal prepping and workouts online. And then I do also corporate wellness and corporate events. So I'll go to conferences and teach fitness classes. I can. Um, speak at events talking about fitness and how to incorporate it into your life and um just like kind of all aspects of fitness and so yeah. um I was I was even on um the news yesterday just like giving workout tips and also tips for like things you can do at oh, home. Oh wow. And so uh yeah I kind of just do it all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a true passion for you at this yes, point. Yes for um, sure. So I always tell people about fit. One thing about fitness, and you can chime in on this as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's tough in the beginning, especially yeah. if you're not <laughs> used to doing any type of physical activity, or if you're not used to being on a consistent routine of going to the gym, yeah. going outside for a run, going for a bike oh, ride. It can be run. tough in the beginning, but if you just stick with it, it will definitely change your life for the better in terms of your physical attributes, but also mental um, thinking, energy as well. Um, a lot of people think when you work out, you know, you're gonna get tired and you won't be able to do anything throughout the day. But for me, it's the complete opposite. You know, I get energy from working out. So I love doing morning workouts because I feel more energized um, throughout the day. So if you can chime in on that, you know, your personal experience with that or what you've seen in your clients, any testimonies from your clients. Yeah, so I'll chime in on that morning workout. I am not okay. a morning workout person. I will just, I, I've tried for years to be a morning <laughs> workout person. I had a few months where I woke up and ran in the morning. Mm -hmm. I despised it the entire time. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I agree because I'm a night workout person. And okay. Um, it gives me, I used to go around like five-ish, and it gives me, I, I consider it my my me time. Mm -hmm. um, and then also it gives me the energy to get through the rest of the night. Cause I think I it usually would have probably like felt like I was crashing on my downward spiral around that time. But because I get in the gym and work out again, the endorphins rise, you're up and it wakes you up. And so you're right about that. It doesn't, it usually, you kind of get kind of like a, what people describe like runner's high and you yeah. know, like an exercise high. So you yeah. do have energy to kind of continue going. Um, so there's just, I mean, there's just like a ton of health benefits around it, but I do think you're right. It's it's hard. I think, I think hard is kind of like understating what it is for somebody mm -hmm. that has not ever been active. Mm -hmm. um, I think a, a full lifestyle change is so difficult. And so there's just like a couple of things in terms of like consistency and having accountability partners and just like going in at your own pace and things of that nature that makes it more successful. But I, I have not ever had someone that regretted becoming active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so going back to the morning workout routine, um, I think it started for me because I was a swimmer. Um, in oh, high school okay. and in college. 
Um, so we definitely had morning workouts at least three times a week, you know, 6 a.m. workouts, jumping in a cold pool um, or, or going outside to run. Sounds miserable. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it was definitely instilled in me um, at a very early age, you know, morning workouts. And I just kept it up. So um, I'm glad, because I cheered and we would have morning workouts in college and I hated it then and I still hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why am I getting up at 5.45 to run bleachers and cheer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but but to your point, um, it doesn't have to be a morning workout as long as you get it done at some point um, during the day. Like you said, you like working out at nighttime. Some people would prefer that. I know some people, um, I work in corporate America, they will like to do their workout midday lunch, mm -hmm. um, which worked for them. So find what works for you, but the main yep. point is be consistent um, and stick with it. Yep, um, agreed. Yep, yep. So I want to talk about um, like your target market, who you actually work with, um, or is it all types of people in terms of what specifically do you focus on? Do you focus a lot on um, young adults? I know my mother-in-law, she's a fitness instructor um, and she focuses on the senior um, people. So people in their 50s, uh, late 50s, 60s, um, she likes to focus on that category when it comes to fitness. So who is kind of your target market when you focus on fitness? Um, target market, probably women, um, okay. all ages. I actually, I mean, and I had to pigeonhole myself. I, like, I think that's my target, right? Mm -hmm. um, I have male clients and I think for online, the great part of it is like, I can do anybody, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? There's no like specific target for online. Um, uh, in person tends, just tends to be women. I would say age range 20 to 45 usually. But I've done workout, I've done online clients for male. I have in-person male clients as well. Because mm -hmm. um, I think like, again, like fitness is, and I have older clients as well. I had a friend that asked me to train her mom who had um, had some like medical health issues. Oh, wow. Um, but I, I, I would consider myself a pretty uh, intense trainer. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's kind of why I get like the younger, um, want to like you know they want someone to kick their butt type of people um, yeah. because I'm probably that got it <laughs> so let's talk about some of the trends that you're seeing um you know in the fitness world so I think the last time I looked at it um and this may have been last year but they said Americans were about it was about 34 percent or between 30 and 35 percent were pushing towards that obesity level um, in terms of, you know, what they were eating. Um, it can be a combination of a lot of things, you know, what they're eating, not being physically active, um, working long hours, so don't get the chance to be physically active. Um, what are some of the trends you're seeing in your clients? Is it um, that they're not just physically active? Is it bad nutrition? Is it just, lifestyle just piling up on them they don't have time to put consistent effort towards being physically active um just what are some of the clients coming to you saying to you you know the reason why they need to get into fitness 
Yeah, I think it. I think it just depends because I do have a lot of clients that are actually already fit, um, okay. you know, and just like want it for consistency and tightening. Yeah. Um, I do have some like clients that are first timers that life is just. I think. I think most of it is life. You know, and life. I think I'll say that for myself where it's like. When life is beating you up, fitness feels like an additive, like something else to do when you're already tired and you're already, you know, just worn out. It feels like an add-on. Mm. Um, and so I think it's more of a mindset shift to understand that, like, if you're not taking care of yourself, nothing is going to get better, right? Mm. So it's like, one, your confidence level is down, your energy level is down, you look at yourself and you don't like what you're seeing, you're not eating the right things, so you don't have a nutrient-dense diet, so you're not fueling your bodies in the right way, and all of those things, plus life, is going to kick you. So guess what? Like, life is life is going to be life regardless. Like, we're going to have our ups and downs, we're going to have, like, harder times, we're going to have times that we're just, like, feeling incredibly blessed. I mean, I think we're always blessed if we're up and we're living and we're moving, but, like, Absolutely. you know, feeling, like, really positive about life and then, like, feeling really negative about life. So one thing that you can just, like, be consistent is being prepared for all of that stuff. And how do you prepare yourself for life? Like, eating right taking care of your body, like feeling strong. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think when we we kind of do a mind shift away from, um, you know, like feeling like it's an add-on and like understanding that like it, it is a part of my day, like this is what I need to do for me, I think then we'll get to a better place. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you, you went into detail like that because for me personally, I just had a, um, me and my wife just had a, a child in August. So we have a four Congrats. month. Congrats. And you first one? First one. First one. Oh, it's real. <laughs> it? it is real. August yeah, so, what? Look at me. So August have, what? What'd you say? Well, August what? My birthday is in August. That's what I'm asking. August the 18th. Oh, okay. I'm the 29th. Well, I, okay. I love it. <laughs> it's real. It will, it's, it's. It's a life, it is life-changing. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm having um, a little trouble with finding, I mentioned I love morning workouts, but with a newborn, he doesn't always agree with that. Yeah, you think? <laughs> so I'm having um, trouble um, balancing, you know, my priorities and responsibilities at home with the newborn, with my wife, um, but also trying to get that workout time in that I was getting in previously before um, having a child. So I completely understand, and that's my personal situation. I'm sure there are others out there who are in similar situations with either a child or may, they may have gotten a new position at work which require more hours, um, which will require them to travel more. Um, so trying to find that balance is very difficult. Um, do you see that a lot in your clients? Yeah, and I think like with that, um, and I think generally with fitness, like there's, you have to let go of the idea of like what you like to do. And sometimes you just have to do what you can do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I would love to be in the gym at least two hours every day. That is, has not been my reality since I've had kids. Like, I can get, you know, 45 minutes to an hour most days. Um, some days it doesn't look like that. Sometimes I just got to chase them. I put them on bikes and I just run after them. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, <laughs> not my ideal workout because mm -hmm. it's not alone time. 
Um, some days it's like I put them down in bed and I go in the garage and I have my kettlebell and my weights and I do that kind of workout. And someday I just do abs because that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think once we let go of the idea of like our ideal workout and like how it's going to look and like how much time we'll have, then it's mm-hmm. just like, if you just know you got to get it done, however, then you're just like, you're, you're shifting yourself to just get it done. And I mm-hmm. think as life you know it's all malleable like you know like you have to be flexible in it and i think it's the same thing with your flex you like your fitness and your idea around it like the same way you have to be flexible with your schedule in life because your kids or your work or x y and z if you're traveling for work take a band in your um in your suitcase and do all band workouts that week you Mm. can do 15 minutes you have 15 to 20 minutes you know what i'm saying so it's just like is it ideal? No. Is it what you would normally do? No. But guess what? Like, hey, you yeah. got to get it done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's more, uh, I like to add on to that. Um, I think once you get to a point in your life where you have a lot of things going on, um, it's more about, it's more mental in terms of getting your mind right and set and saying, I'm going to carve out 20 minutes a day. I can find 20 minutes within 24 hours of a day to do a workout. Like yes. you said, it doesn't have yes. to be go to the gym and lift weights and run. It can be yes. at your house doing abs, doing push-ups. There are plenty of resources now on Pinterest, on Instagram that can give you. You quick- can get a workout. You can know what to do. There's <laughs> like you you have really no reason to not. And if you feel like you want to watch a show and do it put your Netflix on and get on the treadmill. You know what I'm saying? Like there are ways to do it and get through it. You just have to figure it out. Absolutely. You have to want to. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So let's talk about when you have clients um, or before they're even your clients and they're setting fitness goals. Um, Typically, how do, how should clients or people who want to start working out um, that weren't previously physically active, how should they look at fitness goals? So I, I know the first of the year is a great time to set New Year's resolutions. Um, <laughs> and, and you laugh at that, I do too. Um, great time to set New Year's resolutions, but are people should people set extra long-term goals or should it be you know very small steps in terms of, if you're not doing any physical activity, your first thing you need to do is just get out of the house and start walking or um, start eating better. Change one thing in your diet. Don't look to make these big, long-term, aggressive changes or goals, but do small changes. How do clients typically set goals? So that's, um, that's why I really like what I do, especially with my online program, is because there's no one-size-fits-all to fitness. Um, you gotta you gotta know what works for you. Some people are big vision driven, right? So if they say I want to lose fifty pounds in a year, that's good enough of a goal for them. Some people need short term, like to do list type of visions and goals. So they might if you tell them to lose fifty pounds in a year, that feels impossible to them, mm-hmm. right? If you say our goal is one pound a week, then that feels more manageable. That way they can celebrate their successes. That's the way. If your goal is you need to do, you need to walk three times this week. You see what I'm saying? So it, it really depends on the person. I'm not like a 
big goal, everyone gets the same goal, or you even have mm-hmm. to set a goal type person. I am a know who you are, and then let's work with that. Got it. Got it. Um, and I, I agree with that philosophy as well. Um, I was a swim coach after swimming in college. Um, so I, I worked with. Swimmers <laughs> are real. Yeah. <laughs> So I was a swim coach, so I worked with a lot of um, kids ranging from age 10 to 18. Um, and you have different skill levels that come with that, of course. Um, so there was no one size fit all goal for everyone. Um, some people, you know, you would set uh, a long-term vision for them because they you can tell their personality that was how what would drive them. And some people, like you said, you had to set a weekly goal so that they can celebrate the successes um, from those goals that they that they can achieve. Um, so definitely agree with that philosophy as well. Yeah, you just gotta know know thyself, isn't that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to touch on nutrition um, because I know it's not just about the physical activity that you do. A lot of it has to do deal with nutrition. So how much does nutrition <laughs> play in, you know, your personal life and when you work with clients as well? Man, it's a love-hate thing, right? <laughs> I mean, nutrition is everything. It really is. Like, if you're doing all of this and you're not eating right, you still, you're not going to go nowhere. Mm. Um, and, I, and, and especially as I get older, I know that to be true. Mm. Um, but I also know that I really work out so I can eat you know, kind of what I want. (laughs) (laughs) There's that weird balance. It's a love-hate relationship. Um, So I I think, you know, my biggest thing is everything in moderation. And then again, it it depends on your goal. If if your competition training, like nutrition is like 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be on it. Mm. If if it's just like a lifestyle change and you're trying to switch into like better eating, again, nutrition is, you know, 80% of it, it's still going to be a, a big portion of it because if our nutrition is not right, our bodies are not right. You know what I'm saying? When you're sick and you're tired, a lot of that is based on like what you're eating and how you're feeling your body, how well you do with your workout, how much your muscles are going. Again, it's wondering, it's about how you feel your body. And the only way to feel your body is through the diet. Yeah. And so, you know, if you like to eat, you know, like me, a donut, you know, or whatever here and there, that's fine. But like, don't eat, you don't got to have a donut every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you have to really, and, you, and the thing is, I think people think that eating healthy has to like taste disgusting. And I think that's a lie, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you can still use seasoning and if you don't have to use your grandma seasoning with like all the butters and the sugars and tons of salt and all that stuff but like it can taste good and you just have to figure out and you have to try new things for a lot of times I didn't think I liked certain things because I didn't like the way it was prepared for me at a certain time and so I like knocked it off of my list and then as I've grown older and have learned like to cook for myself or we've gone to different restaurants and I'm like oh there's all these foods that I thought I did not like that I actually mm-hmm. love and that tastes well um so it's just like understanding that you want a diet that is like heavy in nutrients you want to know what fuels your body and you have to understand that piece of it and you just want to get a lot of nutrient dense food so the more you do research in terms of like 
how you're fueling your body, how you're feeling, what ailments you're feeling, what what you know, what roots and vegetables and um, seasonings, you know, what garlic can do for your body, what turmeric can do for your body, all those things, then you know, you you'll truly see a difference both in the parents, but like I think most most importantly, like how you physically feel as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and I heard you mention earlier that you do a lot of meal prepping work as well. Um, Speak about that, because I'm not too familiar with meal prepping. I mean, I know the the basis behind it, but me personally, I don't do meal prepping. I want to (laughs) start, but speak about that if you can. So I'm going to tell you, like, meal prep is a lifesaver, especially with kids, right? Mm. I, I it's, it's one of those things where I usually meal prep for myself either Sunday or Monday. And by myself, I mean my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and my husband is huge, so he eats a lot, too. So, like, because <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he does strength coaching, so he's, like, a big guy. Okay. Um, but it is, I mean, it's a lifesaver because, one... I think people tend to eat poorly when they are eating on the fly. When you don't have a plan and you don't know what you're doing, either you're spending too much money, you know, eating out, trying to eat healthy or eating out, not eating healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like your your hunger is driving your decisions. Mm-hmm. So like, you know how they say like, never go to the grocery store hungry because you end up with a bunch of mess in your cart that you like should yep. not have because you are hungry. It's the same thing when like, choosing a meal when you're at the starvation point. So with the meal prepping, it's awesome because it is readily available. You know what you do. So the way I do my meal prep, I don't do like a, I have a certain meal every day because I don't like the monotony like of it. Like I'll get bored if I have the same lunch the entire week. Mm-hmm. What I do is like I meal prep like my proteins and then I do like my veggies and everything. And then I can mix and match all week. So this week I prepped stuffed peppers, I had some chicken breast, and then I did like a ground um, turkey mix with like spinach and veggies. Okay. And then for my sides I have, I think, spiralized butternut squash, green beans, roasted asparagus and broccoli, and quinoa. And then I usually like always have like black beans and avocados on deck to add to things. Yeah. And so, like, my lunch and my dinner all week will be a mixture of those things. And then wow. next week, I'll start the same thing. And so, if I meal prep for my clients, I do this kind of same thing. Like, this is what you do for your groceries. Like, these are the couple of meals that you can choose. Like, pick and choose this. Because I don't want it to be where a point where people are literally sick of eating the same thing. So, they're picking mm-hmm. something else because they're just tired of eating that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that's the way I like it done. Some people are like fine with having the same thing over and over again. And like, if that's you, by all means do that. We can do that too in your meal prep. But I just, I just like to mix it up because I get bored easily. Nice, nice. Yeah, I definitely need to start uh, meal prepping because especially with kids. <laughs> time saver, you knock it out. It's like four hours on Sunday or Monday, but literally yeah. you're saving yourself so much time. Even like, and when I say time, I mean like also like one physical time, but two, just like the brain space of it, right? And then you you also have like one prep and one cleanup. So you're not like having mm. a dirty kitchen every night, all those things um, yeah. that comes with like cooking healthy where I'm like, I don't, I want to cook, but I don't want to clean. <laughs> um, so, you know, it just, it, 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 when I can get it done and I'm not perfect every week, like it, you know, it depends, but like when yeah. I can get it done, my week is so much better. Awesome, awesome. So you all heard it from her. We're going to start winding down, but I definitely want you all want you to give um, the people where they can find you on social media, 
um, yeah. your websites as well, because you have a wealth of knowledge. People, I'm sure, want to reach out to you. Um, so please tell us where people can find you. Um, so my website is www.imfitenough.com. So it's I am, not like I am, I am fitenough.com. And you can usually get all my, um, all my, like I'm, my LinkedIn is on there. My IG is on there, my Facebook, but my Facebook is fit enough with Dominique Landry and my IG is fit underscore enough. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my email is info at I'mfitenough.com or Dominique at I'mfitenough.com. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys heard it from her. Like I said, fitness. I love talking about fitness. I can talk to you all day about, <laughs> <laughs> about nutrition because I absolutely love it. And I feel like people, I know people may get sick and tired of hearing it, but people need to hear it because you have to be yeah. consistent about, yeah, yeah. about your fitness uh, regime and your nutrition as well. That's a huge part of it. Just being consistent about it. Oh, um, yeah. So, <laughs> so I definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, I'm going to make sure I put the information out there as well so people can reach out to you um, so that you can sit down and talk with them and help them with whatever goals that they have uh, awesome. for the new year and for their life. Um, as always, you, know, you all know I like to end my episode with something from Nipsey Hussle because I love everything he talked about in his music in terms of elevating to another level, whatever we're doing. And he always said the marathon continues. It does not stop by any means. So whatever you're doing, whether it's fitness, whether you're a chef, whether you're a corporate executive, a doctor, whatever you're doing, let's make sure we take it to another level. Um, this is a way for me to take health to another level for my personal self and for others as well by putting out the information that people need to hear. So whatever you're doing, let's elevate. Marathon continues. It does not stop by any means. So until next time, peace. Good job. This episode of the Luxury Health Podcast is brought to you by Roots and Crops Tea Company, where tea is more than a beverage to us. It's an opportunity for us to express creativity, spread love, and impact lives daily. Visit www.ract.com and get amazing tea products and content. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher now to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you for tuning in.